Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Should you tell your children to hit back if they're being bullied? Now, I spotted this on the Girls on a Mission Facebook page. Always some great Barneys going on there. And it said, parents, please stop sending your children to school with the idea someone hits you, you hit them back. You are part of the problem. Essentially what this person is saying is that two wrongs don't make a right. And that parents should not encourage their children to hit back against a bully or someone who hits them. But I want to know what side of the fence you come down on this debate. Now, the experts, the Dr. Phil types for years have said, well, you need to sit down and talk to them and find out why the person's bullying them and what we can do about it. So, one of the comments I spotted online, and one person said, we always told our kids to give the person three chances to leave you alone uh, before you unleash hell on them. We also had our kids trained in taekwondo. So once the bullies found this out and knew he was winning medals and trophies at competitions, they left my son alone. We always told him that if they get into trouble for fighting back, say nothing to the teachers and get them to ring us. We had their backs. Not standing up to a bully makes the bully even worse. Another person said, rise above, uh, was the worst advice I used to give my oldest child. He was tormented for a couple of years till he snapped one day. My boys uh, knew or know never to start trouble, but better stand up for yourself. Teachers can, can't stop bullying and usually the kids that do it come from families where that won't stop either. But I want to know what you think tonight. If your child was being bullied in school, and you went to the school and nothing really was being done about it. And they said little Johnny is still or little Mary is still bullying them. And they were maybe, I don't know, eight or nine years of age, ten years of age maybe. Would you say to your child, well, look, if they hit you, hit them back. Don't stand there and be a punch bag. That's what my father used to say to me. Don't be a punch bag, Noel. I was bullied really badly in school. And I was a punch bag. I was a bit of a chicken, I'll be honest with you. Bit of a weasel. I'd run away. You might be surprised to hear that because I'm a bit of a mouthpiece nowadays. So, I was good with the mouth, not with the fists. But what should you tell your child to do? Should you tell your child to eventually hit back if it keeps going on? Or do you tell your child just to keep coming to you or go to the teacher? Let me know what you think. The number's 87 188 Andy, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Andy? Good, no. How are you? How are you doing? How's your COVID day going? It was, it was a long day down in Kilkenny and Thomastown and Castle Burma and other such. Lovely. Were you lovely working? Park. I was working, yeah. Yes. I was. I was out. I was out. Well, at least it was warm. At least it was warm, anyway. Oh, it was, it was a beautiful day for being out in Kilkenny. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So, um, good. Yes. So I'm, I'm finished now. On the way home. All right. Um, well, good to see you out and about and doing a bit of work. That's good. Well, I was, I was only passing by your place. I said to Helene, I, I, you know, in better times, I'd have swung in there and got me free coffee off you. Know, <laughs> but, uh, well, well, well when all this we'll is over, wait. you're you're welcome. We'll, we'll We'll have to wait. We yeah. will actually, we were only talking to the boss today about because we have a sign on the door saying no visitors, only necessary deliveries, right? And we, did, we were only talking to the boss today as to when we can start bringing studio guests back in again, you know, for both this show and the breakfast show. Because we did from time to time bring in studio guests, but obviously that hasn't happened in over, for, what, nearly five months now. Yeah. Uh, because before even they kind of locked down the country and closed the schools, we had stopped the studio guests. Because remember the social distancing and washing your hands had started about a week or two before that. So we had stopped the studio guests. Now, I suppose in RTE, it's probably a bit easier because their studios are a lot bigger than ours. But I mean, look, I can I can comfortably have somebody a metre and a half away from me with a microphone here. So I think it's probably okay, isn't it? Well, look, they say a, a metre and a half is better than a metre, and a metre is better than nothing, and two metres is better than a metre and a half. So Yeah, it depends um, on the person, but they're willing to do it, I suppose. Okay, but, sorry, well, getting back to... Back, back to back to the non-COVID discussion. Yeah, but the non-COVID discussion anyway, yes. I mean, what would you tell your children? Would you ever have said, you know, if somebody is continuously pestering you, bullying you, or if they hit you, don't stand up for yourself and hit them back? Uh, I, I would be. I'm, I'm slightly torn on this one. Uh, number one, because you know I've I've two children that are sort of teenage years, and and therefore you know look they're okay. I I I don't think they're getting bullied. Um, if they were, I, my first thought record would absolutely be the school, and most schools have fairly sort of comprehensive anti-bullying sort of systems in place. It, you know, it's not like the 1970s and 80s, you know, when when I'm going to say we were growing up, I use that collective we there. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you know society has become far more switched on to a lot of the issues that children have to face, and 
thank God, you know, I'm not, not going to sort of digress on it, but, you know, things like, you know, child protection has, has you know, has come on massively, and, and therefore that's a huge benefit to children. So anti-bullying policies, I believe, have, you know, have come on well, and there was, look, there was an incident years ago when the kid was in, which my child was involved in an incident at school, and, you know, the school put the, you know, enacted the, the policies and everybody was dragged in, and, and, and it was what it was, and, and there was no... It was sorted out, yeah? It was all sorted out. So mm-hmm. um, if, if you've got a, a child that, you know, consistently uh, is assaulting other children, then that, my, my issue is it's a problem with the school. Um, the flip side of the coin now, which is, is that it's, you've got to put yourself in, in the, ch- the children's shoes these days. And um, I, I've now noticed, and I think a lot of it's now on social media, there's this very much sort of, you know, you say anything about anybody, you're labelled as a rat. I've, I've noticed this. Snitches in, get in, stitches, yeah. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think this is, this is more like, so prevalent now um, with the use of, because everybody can contact each other so quickly. So, but there I, are bullies I, out there who think nothing of beating. So, I mean, one of those latest crazes at the moment is for the bully, you know, to give the kid a hiding and then take a selfie with the, you know, the bruised kid. I mean, this is a kind of thing at the moment. Well, I mean, that that for me would be uh, evidence to, to present to the guard. You would imagine so. But the problem is, you know, kids are not going to get done for it. And they know that. They're not going to go to jail. They're, they generally don't get, you know, put in any kind of detention centres in this country. You know, they get a, what they call a, you know, a, a public order warning or whatever, JLO, whatever they call it. And, yeah. and that's about it. Well, I mean, I, I think schools, there's very few principles are going to accept that, you know, they're going to carry on with, you know, kids, you know, you say kids, children should be expelled for that kind of behaviour, you know. They, they shouldn't be allowed, you know, if they're going to assault and be a danger to, let's say, you know, your children, my children, you know, I, I want them removed from that environment. I yeah, but see, in our, in our days, kids got suspended or expelled, um, you know, at, at the drop of a hat. Nowadays, it's very different. I mean, I was expelled. I was... <laughs> I I was expelled four weeks before my leaving cert, as well as the whole class. Can I point out? So I was fine. No, no, we went. Sorry, no, Helena, expelled. No, expelled, Helena. What happened was we decided, in all our wisdom, just before the breakup of the summer holidays, before the leaving cert, that myself and the class, whatever there was, fifteen or twenty of us, would go down to Manor House School, which was down uh, on the coast road there beside Dalymount, because I was in De La Salle College. And we would throw eggs at the girls, and oh. we did that. Well, well, for yeah, well, we we thought it was a clever thing to do at the time and fun, but it didn't turn out that way. And the following day, of course, we all watched out the window of the classroom as we saw the principal of Manor House School coming in the driveway, and we went, "Uh oh, that didn't go to plan." Uh, we were all hauled down before the principal, and every single one of us was expelled. And our parents had to go to the Department of Education to allow us to do the leaving cert because we weren't going to be allowed to do it. Now, we did get to do it at the end. Um, but that's, that was the story. The story. Yeah, well, so the point I was making is you got expelled at the top of a hat in yeah, those well, days. Uh, my, 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 I have a very watered-down story. Of that. I, I got caught smoking in the boys' toilets and, and I'd been caught second time and I got suspended and, and my mum had to bring me in for an exam. Uh, for my old levels because I, I'd been suspended just before my exam. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that that was the uh, I'd say slightly different times. Uh, but mm. there was there was still like, look, I, I got the, I'm not going to use the term, but I, I, I got sort of I, not not on many occasions, but you know, once once when I was younger at primary school, I got the stuffing knocked out of me. I was held pinned down by two old lads while some you know kids took it in turns to sort of kick me in the in yeah. the stomach, which was I mean it was it was you know look to be fair. It was it was our football team was playing another school football team in primary schools, uh, and but it was it was it was traumatic now, absolutely traumatic. You know, um, I wouldn't go as far to say it scarred me for life, but it was certainly at the time. You know, it it was it was devastating in terms of confidence and other things that you know it sort of hits in. So bullying is something that oh I know I, I mean I was, I was bullied in primary school something terrible I mean really badly bullied I mean mother was up and out of the school like a yo-yo so I I know how devastating it can be for a child and and one of my own children was bullied as well so I do know how how bad it can be for a child but but do we okay we'll, we'll stay there for a second Andy but you would be reluctant by the way to tell your child to hit back 
I, I, I would be reluctant, you know, to a certain point. That's what I will say. Okay, sorry, James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? How's it going, now? All right, James, uh, is that... I no, mean, like, your children are a bit young, yes, for this kind of yeah, camera. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you hear the latest development on the Epstein case? No, I didn't, actually. Well, did you see the federal judge that was appointed to look at the connections with him and Deutsche Bank? Hitman went to our house and murdered our son and our husband. Oh, just sorry, you're, so you're, break, you're breaking up. Say that again, say that again. The federal judge, what, sorry? The, the federal judge in the USA that was appointed and looking at the connection between Deutsche Bank and Epstein... Yeah, and Deutsche Bank has already paid a $150 million fine for failure to, to comply with the regulations. Right. But a hitman showed us her house on Sunday and executed her son and shot her husband as she was hiding down in the basement. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez, this is like, there's a, there's a movie in this thing, I swear to God. it's I, I mean, everybody is taking bets, obviously, on poor old Ghislaine. I mean, she, or Ghislaine, as she's better known now. Yeah. Uh, she's obviously in jail at the moment, and, well, yeah. you know. I hope she's due to commit suicide next week. Well, that's, well... <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not, and hopefully yeah. justice will prevail. Uh, but that's quite shocking, actually. Well, getting back, sorry, but getting back to the topic anyway, James. And I'm glad you enlightened us all on the Epstein case for those who happen to be following it at the moment. Um, it is taking a lot of twists and turns. Uh, James, in relation to bullying, would you tell your child to be a punch bag? No, absolutely not. <laughs> would you tell them to hit back? Absolutely. Okay, but are you not then condoning violence in some no, sense I'm by saying I'm condoning self-defence? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with self-defence. That whole idea that two wrongs don't make a right. Well, I see one wrong, not two. Well, I, I just, I just, I just make one point there, Niall, if I may. Mm-hmm. You know, self-defence. You don't have to land a punch on somebody to defend yourself. Of course you, you know. No, you don't. So no, you, you don't. So if you hit me, okay, my phone... Now, if somebody, if you swung a punch at me, James, and I'm just going to say this without sounding silly, you know, let's say, after getting bullied as a child, I spent years getting beaten up as we say, in the dojo, you know, for years. So I've, I've, I've fairly well, since that time, been trained in how to sort of defend, you know, attacks. And, mm-hmm. and very simply, you do not have to, you know, punch somebody. Yeah. You, know, okay, you can restrain you can somebody. Them. Yeah. You can okay, grapple them, you, and, and, okay, so. and you, you restrain them. And I've, do, and I've done that on a couple of occasions, you know, for real. Okay, well, they're not going to be teaching seven-year-olds judo trials, realistically, or choke uh, well, holes well. to the neck. I would say that'd be more dangerous, realistically, to teach a child how to choke someone out than punch someone back in the face. I'll wait till I was 14 before I did it, you know? By the way, somebody texted in and said, what was that James was talking about, Epstein? He mentioned that the son of the US judge who was overseeing the lawsuit against Deutsche Bank, uh, which was trying to link the financial dealings of Jeffrey Epstein, um, has been shot, I'm just looking at the headline here, has been shot and killed in an attack in an ambush on their home. Yeah. And the FBI is just amazing. dressed as a FedEx. They're lovely good. And some and people are saying there's no conspiracies here. <laughs> you just don't. I'm just glad I didn't know Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> He's jinxed at this stage. To be honest with you, shocking story. But I'm just glad nobody's involved in it. I mean, and oh Deutsche Bank paid out 150 million dollars fine. It's an incredible story, isn't it? I mean, there's there's a huge movie in this. Sorry, I, I'm completely going off the topic. Uh, okay, yeah, but I mean, as you heard, James, you know, I mean, I suppose what. What Andy is kind of saying is, yes, you can defend yourself or restrain the person or and then, you know, report it to the authorities being the teachers or your parents. But to, for you to hit back, all you're doing is making A, matters worse and B, you are then becoming, um, I suppose, part of the problem. Well, OK, so self-defence a problem. Personally, I don't think so. No, I agree with you, James. Well, I'm just giving you the, I'm just giving reason, Andy's reasonable argument. Force. Reasonable force. Yeah, OK, so if somebody comes up and punches my daughter in the face or my son, I have told them, under no circumstances are you to stand there and allow that to happen. You have to hit back, fight back, defend yourself. I'll deal with the consequences. I'll go down to the school. My child's not going to stand there being punched back because that sends a signal to the rest of the little scrubs that, oh, they're complicit. They won't do anything. They'll just stand there. Because there are... I mean, it's fair to say, Andy, there are... I was a bit of a victim, you know what I mean? I wasn't really much good at fighting. I wasn't very physical. I was small. So I was a kind of prime candidate to be bullied, I suppose, in some sense. And there are people who do grow up as victims in that sense to be bullied because, you know, maybe they're, you know, not, they wouldn't be the most aggressive people in the world. I mean, I haven't been in a fight since I was 12. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't have to be physically violent to have an aggressive sort of, you know, say, presence when you're dealing with people. And, and quite often, if you, let's say, shout at somebody the right way, They'll, they'll think twice before they before they sort of swing a dick, and, and that's a fact. You know, if you it's, so, absolutely. Let's say there's ways 
of coaching your children as to how to deal with bullies. And, and one, you know, I don't think anybody's in any disagreement about the fact that bullies, you know, pick on others, you know, to inflict violence, to make themselves feel bigger, more dominant. Oh, yeah, projecting their own insecurities, absolutely. Uh, oh, well, no, 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 you know, but just, I mean, let's just say most bullies are nasty fuckers and they grow up to be nasty fuckers. And they usually you know? come from homes where their mothers and fathers are usually nasty fuckers. Oh, sorry, are nasty well, people yeah. as well, sorry. But yeah, I mean, look, I mean, that's, that's what we call Very conditioning. Very isn't it? Yeah, so that's, that's, what we, that's what we call conditioning. That's what we say, monkey see, monkey okay. do. Yeah. yeah, monkey see, monkey do. You know, if, you, if you're, and, and that's why, you know, I don't want to sound stupid, but I mean, that's why people in Korea or whatever think sort of some people think eating dogs is okay because they were brought up that way. But to you and I, it's absolutely abhorrent. So, you know, when, when you condition humans to behave in a sort of a, a nasty, vicious way, you know, they will become nasty, vicious people. And what, so, and what do you say to people who go down your route and they say, OK, we'll go down the, you know, the school bullying policy route and we'll report it to the school. And many people have had bad... Some schools are good at dealing with it. Others are not as effective. They've had bad experiences. They're waiting for ages. And in the meantime, the child is still being bullied while they're waiting for the for due process, so to speak. Look, it, it all depends on the situation, doesn't it, now? If, if I felt that the school wasn't dealing with my child was genuinely you know, at, at threat of, of physical violence. And, yeah, I'd be... Oh God, I mean, you know, what the guard's going to do? To be honest, the guard's going to do not a lot. I mean, in the uh, old days, it was quite simple. Your dad would go over to the bully and threaten him. That was what yeah. you said. That's what used to happen and, in the old and, days. And, and, yeah, and you can't do that. No. You can't do that. Because if anybody touched me and my dad seen them, he'd be over. And he'd pin them up against a wall, whether they were only 10 or not. And he'd say, don't bleed and touch him and, again. And, and that is assault. If you, you oh, I know. Now it is, of course. Who yes. you touch anybody... That's, I mean, it's, it's what is it? It's not GBH. It's, it's, um, it's not the charge for it, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one up from a Well, it's, yeah, it's threatening behaviour as well, yeah. It's public order. Oh, it, yeah, if you, well, if you touch somebody, if you put a thing, if you grab a hold of somebody, you've just assaulted them, and that's it. But if you want a criminal conviction for assaulting a child, and as you just said now, the child doesn't get a criminal conviction, but you will, and that'll be thoroughly damaging. You know I mean? Okay, okay, well, oh, by the way, just another little update, so James, on your story. I believe the uh, suspect has been found dead. Uh, yeah, surprise, surprise. Yeah, so, <laughs> there's just a trail of dead people in this story. There really is. Well, that's okay, okay, isn't it? It's just intriguing, isn't it? No, there's a lot more to that story. I know. If they make the movie, who's going to play Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering because there is a movie here. Uh, okay, let me just go to Tom. Tom, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tom? Evening all, how are we? Good, Tom. I mean, your daughter was bullied uh, two years ago. Uh, yeah. And when you say bullied, what was happening to her? I mean, was it just name-calling or physical? Oh, she was actually physical. Okay. And what happened was, the first incident, we were notified by the school. So I went over and I, come here, look, I don't look at my daughter with rose tinted glasses. So what I said was, did she do anything to provoke the incident? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she, the teacher said to me, no, she didn't... Um, this child has got issues. So I said, right, look, two kids, they can draw, and then it started again. The next one was, you one flipped her up and bounced her off the ground with her head. Her head oh, no. So I said, right, fuck this. My daughter to the school. And I was raging out this stage, but I kept my composure. Oh, it's friends. very hard to keep your composure in a situation like that. I know the feeling. Yeah, and she said to me, oh, well, you know, this child has got issues. And I said, um, I said, the child may have issues, but I said, if this keeps going on, you will have an issue. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I kept the cool head with me because I, I, do you know what I mean? I think of my daughter as well. Like I didn't want her getting upset with me getting pissed off. Yeah, yeah. So your one was going on about issues this way and that way. Um, then the third incident was your one spat at my daughter. And that was, that was enough for me. So the school, as far as I'm concerned, the school did absolutely nothing about it. So what we because the child was, had issues. Yeah. Child, and I, look, now I said, look, I know this child's got issues. I said, but my daughter's not a punch bag. No, and, I, and you know, I mean, child. I understand that there are children out there with learning yeah. difficulties, there were other special yeah. needs or difficulties, uh, but that's I don't believe that's that's a get no, out of jail free card. So I said, look, she's not my daughter's not a punch bag, so this one can feel better about herself or something like that. Mm. I said, you're failing, don't. No, they were very politically correct in putting it in terms. It wasn't bullying; it was into the incident. Is what they were calling it. An incident. Like, oh, incident, yeah. yeah. And I was like, right, call it what you want. It's fucking bullying. So my daughter now had taken a knock in confidence. So yeah, I, well, was, it would affect your self-confidence. Yeah. Of course it would. So 
I, I was literally, my wife was waiting for me to be a powder keg. I was going to go on. I told, I told the principal, I said, look, that being smart, I said, you either do something or I'm going to drag drag." Drag, drag him around the place. I, 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 well, sorry, let me just get back to James on that. So, James, that's quite that can be quite common. Children who have difficulties, let's say, you know, who uh, maybe have aggression issues, or you know, or what do they call that? Uh, difficulties become Defiance disorder, isn't that what they call it? Um, I, don't, I don't know what they call it, but what we did was because our daughter taken a knock in confidence, we put her in. There's a friend of mine who runs a taekwondo class, and. We put her in with that. I just said, look, just to get her some confidence back, you know? Yeah. Put her in. Just put her into it anyway, and she started going to, no, she's up to a green green stripe. Like, she's absolutely fucking besotted with this. I'm not, even I'm not back answering her. Yeah. But what we found was, with the confidence that she had, and she actually started showing a couple of friends some of the moves, but it was not just showing, you know, kids showing each other what to do. You want just back off. Yeah, I mean, James, I know you're saying taekwondo might not be the right thing to learn to do to defend yourself, but if it gives the uh, child confidence, no, James... No, it wasn't... Yeah, no. yeah, well, hang on, Tom, sorry. Sorry, James, if, you know, the point that uh, Tom is making is it brought back her confidence. That would have been my remedy, Noel. I don't disagree with teaching the child self-defence. I think every child should know self-defence. Yeah. Just as a borderline rule for me, not to defend yourself, it gives you great confidence in your own self. Yeah. Yeah. But just taekwondo, is that what he said it was? Taekwondo, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, for self-defense, I would say MMA. Because it's oh, yeah, but that's because that's, that's you're a big fan of your man, that yeah, but No, no, MMA. No, hold on, hold on. MMA, yep. mixed martial arts. Yeah, but, but the mean, reason I'm a fan of it is because it mixes uh, multiple martial arts. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let yeah. any child do mixed martial arts. But going, yeah, just, it's aggre- because it's pure aggression. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, no, but can we... absolutely not. It's not from a place of aggression. No. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Tom. Just to be clear, no, she didn't use any of the, the training. No, of course not, yeah. Or anything like that. But what we found was, because she got confidence back and she was showing her friends, because they were all interested in what she was doing, you know, because she was talking about it. And she showed them. And what I found was, the person involved just backed off completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was enough. Because she, yeah, but she knew that her, her physical safety was now in danger. She wasn't no, going to no, be able no, to no, feel no, like a right no, dog. Let's get something straight. No, I ne- I'd never endorse my daughter to actually... Hurt somebody. ...go along and hit someone. No, yeah. no, no, no. Let's be clear on that. Like, I'm not, my daughter's not going to, My daughter might have been bullied, but she's not going to turn out to be the bully. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, see, see, with kids, I mean, it's all about giving them confidence, James. I mean, I did uh, Aikido for, with karate for, like, three weeks, and I thought it was Bruce Lee. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it is all about giving kids a bit of confidence. But, but no, if she, if, she, if she had used it in defense of herself. I'm sorry, I, there's no way I would condone her for it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You wouldn't condone it? Condemn it. I'm okay. not going to condemn her for no, it. it. Yeah, we know condemn yeah. it. Do you know so where I'm coming means. from? I'm not going to say you shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Because she got bounced up on her head now. Look, look myself, I, I have a history of epilepsy and it runs in our family. Now, any sort of an act to the head that the lamb does that. You know where I'm coming from? Yeah, so, yeah, I know what you mean. Anything like that. Look, look, kids are going to be kids. And we always went in with a balanced approach. Look, did our daughter do something? Do you know what? Uh, do you know what kids being kids? But like, seemingly, this kid it just was out of control. And that's fine. But my, da- my daughter's not going to be used as a means of relief. So if she had, no, she hadn't. But if she had used something... There was no way I was going to... Okay, but, but generally speaking, Tom, as a rule of thumb, I mean, sorry, how many kids have you got, Tom, by the way? Just one. Okay, all right. Would you have ever said at any stage in her, you know, when she was growing up, listen, if somebody hits you, just hit them back. Don't be a punch bag. I did say that. Okay. I, I'm sorry, but... Well, I, don't apologise for it. Maybe that's not perfect parenting. No, no, no. Parenting, I, hey, by the way, I said the same thing to my son, so don't apologise. That's what's wrong with the, what, what we've got going on now today. That kids are so, they're actually afraid to defend themselves. No, I'm not endorsing violence or anything like that. Self-defense isn't violence. Yeah. Well, what I'm, well, what well hang on. Self-defense can be violence, James. No, hold on, hold on. Self-defense is not violence. I wouldn't it's expect, like, if it was, if it was my son, I wouldn't expect him to hit back and then continue okay. to hit. No. Yeah, okay, exactly. But it's not an act of violence. It's an act of self-defense. Yeah. An act of violence is the person throwing the first hand. That's the act of violence. The rest is self-defense. There's a big difference. Guys, you're, getting in, you're getting into semantics now. What, I, what I'm trying to say is I think the bullying policies with a lot of schools is just a failure. And especially if the bully 
can claim to have a fucking issue. It's actually the victims in his bed feel as though they've done something wrong. Like, now we had it a case where our daughter was getting sick. We spent hundreds of euros on getting allergy tests on the whole lot before we found out what was going on. Because she wasn't eating, she was getting sick, she was getting itching, and stuff like this. Do you know where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Before all this. And, we were, and then when we went to the school about it, like, I actually had to go to the board of management for them to do something. Okay, well, 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 hang on. Let me just go to Fern as well. I want to go to Fern. Um, let me say, just switch you on there, Fern. I do apologise. Hold on. Sorry, Fern. Go ahead. Hey, Niall. How are you? Good, Fern. Is it ever right to tell the bully? Yeah, or what should I tell your child to hit back if you know if a bully is having a go with them? I don't believe so. Okay. I, I think. Look, like this other man said. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I didn't catch his name. Tom. Um, Tom. Tom. Yeah. Look, self-defense is important. Like. I wouldn't tell my daughter to turn around and hit them because they could be bigger. They could have more skill. They could flatten her. You so know, what, so what do you tell your daughter to do? Run away? No. Well, obviously I tell her to go to the authorities, but to have her own confidence. Just to All turn right, around and say... Okay, let's go to China. Buddy. You do let's understand. Like, well, what, 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 hey, one at a time. Sorry, hang on, James. Just two, I'll come to you straight after. There is a link there between childhood bullying and childhood suicide. Absolutely. There is a link there. No, I'm not saying that everyone that gets bullied leads on to that, but there is a link there. Of course there is, Psychological yeah. damage it does. The confidence thing is, the confidence that knocks out a kid is unreal. Sorry, James, you wanted to say something to Fern there. Go ahead. I said if she runs once, she'll run forever. She needs to learn to stand her ground and defend herself. She Can needs I... to learn to pick up for herself. And it, fair enough, I understand you, you're saying use your words. Okay, what happens if she punches her in the mouth again? Well, well, so fair, well, well let, let, let Fern respond to that. Sorry, Fern. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, my voice is coming back on the line, so it's very confusing here. I'm sorry. Um, basically, what I've told my daughter to do, and she has been through bullying quite a lot, um, but it's more verbal than physical, I just turn around and tell her to say, look, at the end of the day, there's something wrong with you here, and just use that sarcasm, belittling, back on them. Yeah, but do you not think that not nipping it in the bud the first time um, probably spores her on like the other guy's daughter. She didn't pick up for herself the first time, so it happened the second time, and but then the third time. Can I just bring a point in here? When my daughter was bullied, it was from a, per- a certain child in a certain family that was in the clique. So they got away with murder. Yeah. So in this case, if my daughter turned around and decked her back, my daughter would have felt the full felt you know, the full scape of the law here, whereas the bully would have got away scot-free. Because that happens a lot. It depends on who you are and yeah. who you know. Yeah, there's cliques. Fucking cliques. That's what's killing this country. The cliques. Yeah. Hmm. It, like, now, look, the, the school in question actually did absolutely nothing until I went to the Board of Management and threatened to get the Board of Education as well. But I don't accept the answer that you were given because the child had special needs of some description. No, that, 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 no. Well, what I was told was these incidents happened, the child is issued. That's, that's exactly whatever, what, that's yeah. yeah. I, I mean, in fairness, that, I mean, I look, this does happen too, Fern, if a child has you know, some sort of issues. But it was, no, it wasn't anything physically wrong with the child. No, I'm, ju- no, I'm just saying in, Tom, in Tom's case, that was the case. Okay. There. Well, in, with me, they had family issues and it was well known. And therefore, they was just said, oh, look, obviously she's upset. She's got a lot going on. We're not going to bring it up. Mm. And, and, and I do know the kids can have issues. Look, there could be marriage separation going on, their mother and father. There could be a death in the family. There could be all sorts of carry on, you know. And I, and I, I accept that, but there's still never any... I don't think there's ever a get-out-of-jail-free card for doing something wrong. Unless you're in the clique. Unless you're in the clique. We're indoctrinated at an early age to conform and keep the laws. Yeah. Okay, that's how society functions. Without that society, there's chaos. That's what we've been taught. Yeah, but those those excuses, by the way, the issues excuses are used right up to adulthood. Because if you go into any criminal court on a daily basis, and John or Mary, there, the scumbag who beat somebody with a wheel brace, you know, usually the the free legal aid will step forward and say, "But your honour, they've had a bad background." I heard this five times in a courthouse. I was there as a witness sitting there a few years ago. And the, do you know the way their mother's an alcoholic and their father is oh, a, I do whatever, you know. Well, Your Honour, you have to consider the socioeconomic factors involved. I'm yours. I'm right. 
fuck off. Just because you might have a quid in your, in your pocket, that doesn't give you a right to go out and come someone or go out and rob someone. Now, if you let off the likes of bullying at a young age, this gets progressively worse. The PC brigade have ruined this country now. Well, tell me about it. Absolutely ruined it. So, so Fern, you would tell your child not to hit back, but to obviously go through the proper channels? Yes, but not to be a coward about it either. I'm not saying run away to a teacher. I'm saying stand your ground and say, Jesus, there's something wrong with you. And then go And then off. they get another punch. And then they get another one. Yeah, I, I, I see, I understand, Fran, but I remember my oldest son, who's now 24, he was only six or seven at the time, seven maybe, and he was getting a hard time off a kid in school, and I told him to hit him back. I said, if he hits you, don't stand there. I said, hit him back. Okay. Am I a bad parent? No, I'm not saying anyone's a bad parent. Everyone's got their own style here. Yeah, I'm, thing, I'm just wondering, no, I, was that, that the wrong thing to say? to defend yourself now. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly legal to defend yourself. There's nothing wrong with defending yourself. Why is it coming across as if somebody walks up, punches you in the mouth, and you're just as equal for hitting them back? Why is your actions classed as equal, even though you can instigate it? But every fight, somebody starts it. Only one person ever starts a fight, not two people, right? One person starts a fight. So that, then it's not bullying, it's a fight. So if the, pr- the principal or the teacher comes out and sees two people on the ground punching <clears throat> the nuts off each other, mm-hmm. it just, they're both considered to be violent. Well, it's usually the force and controls. The well, absolutely, but you, but you said only one is violent, the other one's defending themselves. At that stage, yeah. if they're fighting on the ground, well, they're both considered, they're both in trouble, aren't they? Well, uh, from my experience and skill, no. Because I had a couple of guys hit me once, and uh, it was the last time they done it, but we had a tussle to explain what happened, and he said, we go to class, and they got put down to the principal's office. Did you win? Well, what do you think now? Okay. Paul, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Paul? Stay there for him, please. Paul, uh, bullying won't stop, you don't believe, unless they stand up for themselves. Yeah, because my uh, brother, when he was younger, he was getting bullied by two young lads every day after school on his way home. And <clears throat> I was watching out the window one day and I seen it, and I went out and I grabbed one of the young lads, pinned him against <clears> the wall, and I told him if he touched my brother again, I'd give him a hiding. Right. He ran home crying to his father, saying that I hit him, I hit him, I hit him. Mm-hmm. His father came out to me, and I said to his father straight out, I said, if he touches my brother again, I'm going to kick the shit out of him. His father called him outside and asked him, was he bullying my brother? He said yes. His father gave him a slap across the face and told him, if he did it again, it wouldn't be me he'd worry about, it would be him. Well, see, that's a responsible father, isn't it? In some there sense. and then the problem yeah. was solved, and my brother and him and I were great friends. <laughs> see... That was the way it was handled in the old days, you know, and that, but that's unfortunate not the way it's handled nowadays. But I've, uh, like, I lived in London for a while there, and I was going out with a girl, and her oldest boy was getting bullied in school. Now, there was a group of young lads that was doing it. She went to the principal, he got called a rash, they kept targeting him outside the school where the, the school couldn't get to him. And then when I was brought up against in the school, he was, uh, they were all brought up, they're all identified and they were told that the cops would be called if they do it again. Mm-hmm. They started getting other young lads to do it. They'd follow him into the toilet, mm-hmm. kick the shit out of him and take off. Right. And just kept going on and on and on and it never stopped. Were you ever bullied, Paul, by the way, in school? I was once, but uh, mm. this was going on for a while and I just got your man pinned by the wall, picked the screwdriver off the wall and I said, next time I will stick you with this. Oh, Jesus. I know I was a bit uh, over the top. A bit over the top, yeah, okay. Yeah, but your man... Your man <laughs> you were going to shank man, him. <laughs> your man never turned around and bullied me after that again. I'm pretty sure he, knew, he didn't, yeah. Yeah, but he knew I'd stand up for myself. And, he's, and the other fellow that was beside him that used to bully me as well, he never said a word. Fair, I mean, I, let me go back to Fern. Fern, I mean, you're listening to these stories and, you know, they're, they're all very kind of similar stories. And they always end when, when the, the person who's being bullied mm-hmm. stands up for themselves. And in most cases, once you stand up for yourself, it stops. Yeah, because I think the bully mm-hmm. knows that there's going to be... Re- the, the bully thinks that you're going to stand up for yourself, they will go to find an easier target. Or if you go home and tell your parents and the parents go up to the school and tell the teacher, all of a sudden you're a snitch and you yeah. become a target for not only that bully, but for other bullies as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I... Yeah, sorry, turn. Just on, on, on that now. All those stories seem very male, to be honest with you. And why do you not think these happens, this happens in girls' schools? I think girls' no, schools are just no, as bad. The story being told is very testosterone-filled. Basically, I'm not saying that you should just stand aside and let it all happen and then go to the teacher and then be called a snitch or whatever. I'm not saying doing that. There is another way through psychology to do it. 
instead. Why would you go through psychology if a child stands up for themselves? The but they're going to get the confidence. But then that's to know the but. The we'll bully to know still that the sees that they're not a coward. Yeah, but and the bully won't go at them again. Because they're still going to stand up and say, well, hang on, what's wrong with you? And half the time, there's going to be people watching, let's face it. Yeah, but if it was that to a bully nowadays, you get, the, so, you get, you get hammered. But that's the point. Yeah, Those stories... No, I'm hang sorry, on, I was speaking. Go ahead, go ahead, friend. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> nobody messed with nobody mess with Fern in school. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, they did. No, she That's was given an I example of how you psychologically stop somebody. <laughs> Come on, Fern. Go on. I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> Go um, ahead. Sorry, Fern. Go ahead. Basically, that's the point. Now, back then, you did have like you could go to a, a parent and and they would slap their own kid and say, "Come on, now you should be doing that or whatever." Nowadays, everyone thinks their child is an angel. They would never do something like that. You're wrong. You're not part of the clique. You're not going to be listened to. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. So it's very different now. You can't just deck them back or threaten them with a screwdriver. <laughs> I'm just, I shouldn't laugh at that, really. <laughs> it, was just, it was just the way you said it. Whereas, Sorry. If you would have wit instead, not just brawn, obviously defend yourself. I've taught my daughters the weak points of joints that they don't actually break anything or cause any damage, but they can show strength <clears throat> to defend themselves. How to lose a grip, etc. Yeah, sorry, Paul. Time, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Sorry. Your wit is not going to get you anywhere, because if, if, say, a bully hits you and you come back with a smart remark, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to walk away laughing or is he going to start hitting you You're going to get another smack off the bully. Exactly. smack. <laughs> I mean, I mean, fair. I don't know. I mean, if the bully comes over and gives you a smack, and you turn around and go, "Think you're great, don't you?" That didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going to give you another one. But the bullies are great. The main ground of a bully is they are a coward themselves. If they should, if oh no, I know that. Yeah, no the bully power, is a coward. You think that they have true, no man? power? Yes, I don't know. If you don't stand up, if you don't stand up for yourself, they're going to assume you're an easy target and just keep going and keep going and keep going, and it's going to get progressively work. But the sooner you stand up for yourself, the sooner they will realise that you're not an easy target and they'll go away from you. Which is why I said I'm not going to allow my daughter to be an easy target. I've told her how to defend herself, like to get out of a grip, etc. Yeah, but you said that she was repeatedly bullied. Pardon me. You said that she was repeatedly bullied. Yeah, verbally. By a yeah. family who was untouchable. How would you? No one's untouchable. Uh-huh. I don't believe that. Well, there oh. are, well, there are, I think there are some people who are. Okay, in which sense now? Do you mean legally or do you mean like they'll come at your house and. In the community. There'll be repercussions. In the community. Uh, there'll be repercussions. And it happened, yeah. it's happened to another family with their child in the same school as my daughter. So, I mean, I, I know what she means, I mean, James. There was families in our kind of estate and in our schools that you didn't, you know, you just didn't mess with them. Not yeah, because they're vicious, but they have that they're... reputation, though, because they get away with bullying. Absolutely. Yeah, there were 17 in this family, actually. Yeah, okay, exactly. But they didn't have any friends. They didn't have any friends, brothers. Did I? Sisters. Yeah. I had a brother. Yeah. And so, a sister. She, was, like, she wasn't much used before. You, you go to war. I had it as well, and I grew up on a council estate. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to get into that whole thing of my family against their family, James. I don't know what sort of grip, where you grew up, but that wasn't the way I grew up, that you, you know, you've got to have these kind of gang war. Like, if I did have a problem, my dad no, would well, sort it out. Yeah, well, see, I didn't have a daddy to run to. Oh, sorry. Oh, the difference. But, um, yeah, and I, no, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I'd forgotten, actually, that your dad died when you were quite young. Yeah, but here's the thing, then, okay? Yeah. Right, so let's say I see my little brother getting picked on by somebody, okay? Yeah. I'd go out on the street, and I'd say, what's what? Then his big brother would come over, and then he'd say, what's what? And it'd end up in a, in a fight. It's not something I didn't But that's what I'm saying. Do. Those things tend to escalate when you get involved like yeah. that. You know? but, so I mean, I know so, Paul described an incident there where, you know, he got involved for, you know, for somebody else, but they tend to... See, Paul, that's the problem when you... When you get involved from a family point of view, say the big brother or the father nowadays, and, and you're dealing with a certain type of family, that can escalate into, like, all-out war, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, if you... If the family don't know that the, the, the child is a bully and he's hammering the shit out of your brother or whatever, and he goes in crying then that someone went at him or whatever, and they come out and they're told the facts, they're not going to be turned around and go, oh, you shouldn't touch my brother, my son, or all this. They're actually going to reprimand him. I tell him not to well, do that's it what a, Yeah, but that's out. what a sensible parent would do. 
But we see the videos online all the time of some fella and his kid is punched and we're coming to get your family and, you know, then you see a video of their family, you know. The thing is, okay, so then the next time that he walks down the street, they're going to do the same thing to him. And then the next time, and then the next time, you just have to set yourself up for... If they're responsible parents and they will come out and ask you, why did you punch him? They're not going to come straight out and go throwing punches themselves until they, until they know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Families like that, unfortunately, do. Yeah, yeah. Families like that, unfortunately, do. So, well, hang on, let me just go to Shane as well. Shane, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Shane? Hi, Niall. How's things? Uh, you're a uh, taekwondo instructor. Yes, I am. Oh, by the way, why, I did a keto, and they were slagging me here the other day, Helena was, when I mentioned a keto, because she said, there's no such thing, you just made that up. And I said, no, I didn't. A keto is a thing. What's the difference between a keto and taekwondo? A keto is very much about uh, taking hold of the opponent. It's like a very gentle version of judo. Right, okay, so you kind of hold... So okay. it's all about wrist manipulations, that kind of stuff. But right. it's quite, it's, it is quite soft. It's all, it also takes a great level of proficiency like over many, many years to use it effectively. Yeah, I, but, uh, I did forms. Yeah. I remember doing the forms. Was it, was it, was that, am I remembering this right? I was only about 12. And we had to do like the first form and the second form. And it was these kind of choreographed moves that we had to yeah. learn. Yes, uh, yes. Well, most martial arts have that. To be honest, okay. all martial arts are great and they all have something to offer. Um, you know, so it's like, it's like soccer, basketball, football. You know, they're, they're, they're all ball sports, but they all have different rules. Okay. But I mean, are they, but are they practical? As much as Taekwondo and Aikido and all these Judo and all these other martial arts, you know, they, they, it, it teaches the child discipline and how to learn something and it's something, it's, it's an interest for the child. But if they're actually out on the street and some kid comes over and gives them a slap, does it actually teach them how to defend themselves and restrain the other person? It, it depends. It's how it's taught. For example, like I'm teaching, I must have taught over 10,000 children over the last 24, 25 years. Right, okay. And um, Are you a black you know, belt? I Yeah, I'm a seventh degree, I'm a master. Oh, right, okay. So I'm doing quite a while. Okay, so, and, so uh, would it be fair to say that like you're not going to get punched around coming out of the pub at night? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to be aware of my surroundings and I'm going to try and avoid being in that situation in the first place. Right, okay. So it's a bit different than bullying, you know? Um, but more from the children, empowerment really is, is stage one. If you teach you know, fighting skills to a child who doesn't have good confidence, they're just going to crumble at the first sign of a confrontation because they don't have that empowerment. Okay. The first thing you have to do is you have to empower children. You have to let them value themselves. You have to help them have that solid self-esteem. That, that is step one. And I, I think it's missing in, in, in a lot of cases. And what, you know, would you, so, what would you tell a child to do? I mean, obviously you don't get involved in other children's or people's children, but your own children. Do you have any of your own children? Actually, no, I don't have children. Myself, okay, no. but, but, but would you tell a child if they were being bullied to, to fight back? What I do is, and I do this generally with the uh, understanding of the parents, because I'm teaching someone else's child, is that I always teach them to never let somebody do something that you are not comfortable with. If somebody is inside your personal space, and now we're talking about social distancing now, aren't we? Yeah, well, but, but, yeah, leave COVID <laughs> don't, aside. Don't yeah, well, I get the, the point you're making, yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. mention the war. But, you know, we all have personal space. And I always teach them, don't let anybody do anything that you're not comfortable with. And that could be from something as simple as a relative who wants to give you a hug, but that child may not be comfortable with that. Right? If, and if they can't deal with something as simple as, you know, maybe not wanting to hug a relative, you know, maybe they're just not a very tactile person. They're not very affectionate that way. If you can't deal with something as simple as that, you're not going to deal with a bully who's maybe a couple of years older than you and in your face and, and you know, giving you the fear that they're going to hurt you. Yeah, but, it, so, but, it, but if the bully is coming up to them and he's face front, you know, right up in their face going, mm. what are you going to do about it? Somebody start with me? You start with me? What are you going to do about it? You start with me? Right, so what do, you, what do you teach a child to do in that? Do you teach a child to restrain themselves and and talk their way out of it? Or do you say, you know, at some point you're going to have to do something physical here? I actually, you, you've actually picked all the boxes out. Yeah, exactly it. I teach them to restrain themselves right up to the point where they really feel their, 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 their physical safety is, is being threatened. And if they have to, uh, if they hit, have their back, then, then do it. But there's another part of that empowerment. I always say to parents, because I've, see, I've seen children who've been in schools 
where the rule is if you retaliate against the bully, you get in just as much trouble. And yeah, I and then, well, that's I, what I said to James earlier on then. You yeah. become the part of the problem. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So I always say to parents, look, if you want your child to be able to stand up for themselves in no uncertain terms, you have to let your child know if somebody is hurting them and they stand up for themselves that you are in their corner, that you are by their side and you will face up to that school, the teacher, the principal, the board manager, whoever will be, to say, nobody hits my child. And, yeah. and I think that is where an awful lot of bullying, unfortunately, uh, gets... And, and, and do you, by the way, can anybody learn Taekwondo? Can, I mean, is there an age limit? Like, I'm not, I'm not talking about myself here, but, but is there an age limit? Like, at 56, could you start doing Taekwondo? Actually, mm-hmm. you're a young fella at 56. Of course you could. Mm. It, 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 yeah, um, but you don't have to be fairly agile. No, you don't. No, we make it about being fit for purpose. Right. In other words, because if I, I kick my legs in the sky, I do me back in. Exactly. So I teach a 10-year-old to kick head height. I teach a 50-year-old to teach knee height. Right, okay. You see, so it's all about working. So I'm gonna break, I'll break their fibula. Exactly, or the knee. <laughs> below, below the knee. James, <laughs> yes, no. you do, you like martial arts, don't you? Oh, no, you're only yeah. into MMA with that gobshite. What's his name? Yeah, it was just yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what, Shane, by the way, is MMA has become really popular. Is, is there kind of taekwondo mixed into MMA? Well, I mean, it, it stands for mixed. So, yeah. So, so Are you a fan of MMA or do you think it's for Egypts? Uh, I think it has its place. I, I, I don't do you recognise it as a sport? As a sport, yes. As a martial art, I don't like the term mixed martial arts because with martial arts comes a responsibility, comes a responsibility. You know, are you giving back to society? With martial arts, you're meant to. MMA, I think, is primarily a sport. I'm, I'm sure there's martial arts listening now that are going to be screaming on the phone, uh, on the radio me. No, you're all right. The only the, the best example we have of MA in this country, unfortunately, has gone off the rail. Well, he's gone off the boil completely. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, he's I not the best example good, for children. I don't think he's a good. I don't think he's a good role model. No, he's not a good role no, model for children. Of course, he's not. <laughs> Jesus, okay. I, I, I mean, Shane, you don't have to cover your ass on that one, by the way, and say I don't <laughs> think so. He clearly is not a good role model yeah. for children. His criminal charges hanging out of his you know what at this stage. You know. okay, can I just come to what can I just Many politicians about, about yeah, okay. I think this is really <laughs> not for really fire, sorry, we're not, hang on, not for throwing through windows of buses to add to me Sorry, wait, sorry, what, what did you want to say, Shane, about Chicago there? Go ahead, um, sir. I, I think that, no, I, I'm not going to pin this down to the martial arts that I teach because at, at the end of the day, that's not quite right. I think we need to empower children, we need to empower parents to know the effective ways. You're, you're breaking up just a little bit there, Shane. Sorry, just move your head there. Go on. We need to empower okay. parents. Yeah, go ahead. Empower parents to deal with schools where, where bullying is happening in schools. And I think a lot of the time, bullies are able to get they're able to hide behind bullying policies. Because a lot of times when you bring it to the attention, it, the school might stop it for a while, but it, it always starts back again. Mm-hmm. And what I always tell parents is, if it doesn't stop, go to the school and ask them for a copy of the bullying policy but also ask them for a, a copy of the steps that they have taken because they are required to document everything that they've done from the time you reported the bullying. And what do, you, what do you say to adults, by the way, who are listening as well? Who I mean, look, we don't stop getting bullied when we're ch- children. It doesn't stop there. No. You know, people are bullied in relationships. Husbands bully wives. Wives bully husbands. What do you say to an adult who finds himself in a situation where they're being bullied by another adult? Somebody they know, maybe even. It usually stems from a lack of self-esteem. To that person, it's very, it's, that comes from childhood, in my experience. It comes from childhood. I've seen mm-hmm. adults that have been bullied. I think it comes from, from, from childhood, a lack of valuing yourself. Mm-hmm. You brought it right through. And I would say, actually, professional help is definitely the way to go there. Professional I, help I, for who? The, the, the victim or the, for the, the bully? Person, the victim. Oh, the, well, the bully needs it too, because they've got their issues. And in fact, a lot of the time, Bullies were bullied themselves as children. Yeah, and so no, they're projecting I'm not, I'm not their own. So they're technically projecting their own insecurities onto you. Then absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay, and, okay. and look at, I mean, yeah, we see it all the time. Pe- you know, people that have been picked on. If they find themselves in a position of power, they cope with the trauma of projecting that on other people. And uh, there are people. I mean, it's fair to say, Shane. There probably are people 
I myself wouldn't have been the most, like I'm not a violent person at all. In school, I, I was bullied very badly uh, when I was in school. And I suppose maybe I'm a sensitive type of person. You probably wouldn't think it to listen to the show. But I am a sensitive type of person. So growing up, I, I was in one fight in my whole life when I was 12 years of age with my best friend. <laughs> and it only lasted 10 minutes. God, I, think, I don't think he's alive anymore. A lovely guy. But I remember in the school, I, I think, well, I don't know what happened, but everybody in the class went, fight, 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 four o'clock in the lane, fight, fight. So that was it. We were both brought down to the lane. We lasted four minutes and we kicked the head off each other. And that was the only fight I was ever in in my life. So I wasn't good at defending myself. So are people like me perpetual victims? No, because you see, it's not always about your physical prowess. It's how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, now I, I, now I've been listening to you on the radio for the last few years. I mean, you know, you, you don't tolerate fools gladly. No, and, I don't. And I think that is the key. Bullies look for easy, but they'll always find somebody that they're stronger than and so on. But, you know, look, at, we all know that somebody is going to be able to beat us up if they really want to. But it's about breaking your spirit. That's what they really want to do. Easy break a body. It's breaking the spirit. That's what bullies are looking for. They're looking for an easy victim, someone that they can enjoy having power over. And, you know, I know damn well. I'm always telling people, there's always somebody stronger than you. It's not always about, you know, getting better at fighting, and there's always somebody who can beat you. Your best job is avoid the fight with all if you can. But your spirit is the key. You know, you have to say, look, you might kick the SHIT out of me, but I'm, you're always going to be a gobshite, yeah. you know? Okay, well, yeah, listen, it's, it. it's been wonderful talking to you. Listen, thanks, James. And thanks, Shane. Thank you very much indeed. And good luck with Sorry. the taekwondo teaching. Let me go to Anthony, who was texting in just towards the end of the last topic, but nothing to do with the last topic, really, to be honest with you. And I was kind of curious about his text. And even though Ashley doesn't like putting him on the air, and I'm only joking, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where you got that from, Anthony, by the way. No, I have no idea where mm. you got that from. I put you in your place that day, let me tell you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anthony. What is it about these parties in Cork? Uh, they're never ending. What do you mean, never and ending? The reason why I texted in, you were talking about the topic like of bullying and people being bullied and tormented and this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. We have had nearly three going on four months now of non-stop 24-7 hours parties, seven days a week in the area that I'm living in. Okay. And there has absolutely been nothing being done about it. And it's only a matter of time before someone is going to snap and someone is going to get seriously hurt. Or is injured. it near the university, by the way? Yes. Right, okay. So these are all college parties, I assume. Or college yes. friends or people who are living in digs there. Yes, yes, yes. Right, okay. Party to a house. Yeah, you know, you, just the average, like. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, wasn't there some crack last year when they were throwing pigs out windows and all sorts of things? Wasn't that the year, was yeah. that the year before? Yeah, the year before, yeah. Yeah, car, well, pig carcasses, wasn't it, or something like that? And a porpoise, yeah. A pop. Oh, it was a dolphin. That It was a porpoise, that's right. They threw out the yeah. window. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this is the same kind of area. Yeah, roughly. it's okay. all hilarious. It's all a big joke. Mm. And this is the current generation now. But Anthony, were parties not college parties? Were they not always a thing? They were, but they were different. In what respect? Niall, I'm not Methuselah. I'm only in my 40s. Yeah. But I've grown up in this area all my life, and every year it is getting worse and worse and worse. And the Gardaí do their best to give them their dues, they do their best, but their hands are tied. I don't expect that the Gardaí are going to arrest a student and bring them to court when there's people out on bail with convictions and triple figures. You know, I don't think they're going to convict a student of antisocial behaviour or anything like that. Mm. But... It's going to end up in disaster. Well, and well, now, in fairness, uh, with, with respect, it did end up in disaster going back a short while ago there where a young man was stabbed to death. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that, that, thankfully, that's an unusual situation. Uh, and my condolences to that young man's parents as well in relation to that. But So these things do sometimes come to a bad ending. People reach a breaking point, Niall. Everyone has a breaking point. There's only so much you can put up with. Friday night, Saturday night, 
Sunday night. And what? what I oh, get what do you say? Okay, so when you say you didn't get a wink of sleep, so what's like four, what four or five in the morning? What? There's people walking up and down past your house. It weren't loud music. What? I mean, what is it? What is the problem? The biggest part of the problem? Roaring and screaming, throwing bottles up into the air, letting them smash, thinking it's a great joke. Anything goes. So I'm assuming you, well, I'm assuming you live on a main street then, a main thoroughfare, so to speak. You don't have to identify exactly where you live, but is it a main thoroughfare? Well, I live off the College Road in right. Park City, so yeah. literally you could walk to UCC within three minutes from my house. And what are they, are they peeing in your garden? And Yeah, knocking over bins, everything. And people have had enough of it. And why don't the residents in your area get together and form some sort of coalition and go to the college and try and get something sorted. The residents have got together and we had former we had a former Lord Mayor, Lord Mayor Catherine Clancy. I don't know her personally, but she runs the Residents Association. We we, did, we talked to the air once, I think, about something similar. Yeah. I wouldn't go to any of her meetings because it's just a talking shop. It's getting worse and worse, and worse, and worse every year. And nobody is doing anything. The judges don't care. So, okay, so she, okay, so g- give me an idea, Anthony, what you believe the solution to this problem is. What do you think the, the solution, solution is? If you're in a house and you're causing antisocial behaviour, right, anyone is entitled to make a mistake once. You can't put an old head on young shoulders. We all know that. But if you're caught a second time, student ID off you, and you're not entitled to go to third-level education anywhere in the whole of Ireland for the rest of your life, and try and find work somewhere else, or try and go to college somewhere else. What about a curfew? Has anyone ever discussed or thought about that? They did that in college campuses in Louisiana and a few other places in America, where they brought in a curfew. Yeah, but you see, they don't have two bars usually in the campuses in, in America. Mm-hmm. Like we have here, there's two bars in UCC on the campus, let yeah. alone all the other ones. Yeah, that's always probably a bad And idea. last year, like, I have absolutely nothing personally against former Lord Mayor Clancy. I think she's a nice woman. From what I've heard from her, but it's just a talking shop and nothing is changing and it's going to end in tragedy and disaster. And that's where kind of even... Why do, you think, why do you think one of the residents is just going to lose the head some night and go and box the head off somebody? It's come close to it already a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Well, I can understand why people's frustrations would be uh, at a high level. Absolutely. Would you not be Peter? Oh, I, I, I couldn't live with that. And like then people will say to you, Oh, well, why don't you move out? Why should I move out, like? I'm, I'm... Well, there are people who are going to say... Because I remember at the time we were talking about Crow Park, right? And we were yeah. talking about, you know, the people who live close to Crow Park were objecting... I, I think it was the time What's Your Man was playing the country western singer. What's the name again? Oh, yeah. Garth Brooks, yeah. So when Garth yeah. Brooks was booking that last gig and all the hula-bula was going on about the local residents were giving out the noise and people peeing in their gardens and all that. And I'm going, well, why would you buy a house beside a huge stadium? Well, you know there's matches on every week. Well, you know there's concerts on three or four times in the summer. So why would you buy a house there? So that the stadium predates anybody who's living there. Just like I imagine people might say to you, the college predates probably most people who are living there. No, it doesn't. How long is the college there? No, it doesn't. How long is that college there? Over 150 years. Yeah, but there's anybody 150 years old living in the area. No, it does predate everybody who's living there. And what about second and third generation, like no, me? I, well, I know, yeah, but the house is handed down to you, whatever or whatever. Yeah. So you think... No, I'm not... I'm not no, hey, by the way, Anthony, I'm not saying this. I have the absolute sympathy for you and empathy for you, but I would say that's what some people will say, what you expect when you live beside a college. But why should I move out? Because... No, you shouldn't Patrick have to. from Wexford and Mary from Wicklow and Johnny from Tipperary decides to come down and have a party seven nights a week, 24 hours a day. Why should I move? 
It's not right, Anthony. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm giving you the other side of the argument. I don't agree with the other side of the argument. I'm just saying there are people who will say that to you. I, I, I think, think more should be done. I believe a curfew is probably the only way to deal with something like that. There should be some sort of curfew put in place. Uh, even a reasonable curfew of, say, half past 11, 12 o'clock at night. And anybody out after that, without good reason, can get a prosecution of the Public Order Act. And the Gardaí, I, I don't blame the Gardaí at all because they're doing the best that they can. I've seen them out and out and out, but they have no powers. Because a judge will do nothing to a third level student because, oh, it might affect their ability to get a visa or to get a car to go to America to work or this, that and the other. Yeah, I understand. Well, tough tit. Sorry. If you're over 18 and you break the law and you disturb all your neighbours, the law applies to you. Just because you're a third level student, a third level education isn't an entitlement to be a nuisance yeah no no I, I agree with you I do agree with you well look I, I, I'll throw it out there by the way if anybody else has a problem with either in Galway or Limerick or Cork or in the colleges or even there's plenty of them in Dublin as well living near the colleges um, it's always going to be a bit of a problem I, when I used to do the clubs the DJing in the clubs I remember the college nights the, the two, what was it two euro a drink or whatever it was Jesus Christ I was out in Maynooth there was one yeah sure Thursday night yeah. here is the normal During the normal season, we don't know what's going to develop now in the future, but we've had over three months of it now, 24-7, Niall, and it really has gone beyond a joke. Okay, well, look, I'll throw it out there, Anthony. Thanks for coming on. I'll throw it out there, and if anybody else has the same problem, or maybe you've had the same problem and you live in Cork, or indeed Galway, if you live near the college in Limerick or Dublin, any of the colleges in Dublin, uh, how have you dealt with it? How have the locals dealt with it in that area? Let me know. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.